Here's the thing, we don't have to record this in a linear manner. Yeah, let's just start recording. I'm already recording. Excellent. (laughs) Okay. I've been sick. So I had an ear infection and now I'm over it. Well, I'm getting over it. That's been my life for the last two weeks. That's been your journey. It's been a journey. um, One that I would have liked to have avoided. PSA, the doctor said if you get like dirt or dust and you put a noise cancelling headphone, that's all it takes. Just yeah. noise cancelling? Well, the ones that go like right into your ear. I mean, you could argue that it really did its job with noise cancelling. <laughs> did it ever. The entire ear just <laughs> closed right up. It's like, what? <laughs> That's always so then, freaked me out because mm. I'm not very good with my earphone yeah. hygiene. So no, me neither. this happened to me. Well, they said ear infections themselves are really common. You can get them from just swimming in a creek or like at the beach. It's really, really common. Well, I don't do either of those things. But, but it's just a matter of same. sometimes if your ear is particularly sensitive, I I'm not a licensed professional. I am not registered. <laughs> this is just advice that my doctor gave me. It is me. general advice. Thank you for the medical yeah. advice. Yeah. So, word of warning: watch out for your headphones. Do you also provide financial advice? Oh, I tell you, who gives really good financial advice? <laughs> Psychics. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Tell us all okay, about I'm it. I'm tell you the story. So, you know, when you watch, like, I got really into watching the Psychic Hotline. Yeah. You know the channel, and it's like the Psychic Channel. Not that I was wanting That's a real thing. It's a oh, it's a channel, and you just call it, and there's different psychics throughout the day. Are you serious? Oh, it's a hundred. In this country? Yes, and they're all <laughs> kind of in like Central Coast. <laughs> Um, That's not a read, but just that's where they happen to all be from. So anyway, you call up and it's, I'm going to say it's like $4.99 a minute. And they keep you on that line for like 15 minutes. So you are paying excessive amounts of money. And people always want to know, am I going to come into money? And every single time, this is why I would watch it, because this would be the advice they would give. They'd say, in about three months, I can see a little nest egg forming. But what you need to do is just, you need to be really frugal. Anything you find, you need to just keep it. If you find five cents on the crown, keep it. Just really start thinking about the choices that you're making. Like when you go to the store, do you need to buy that like expensive item? Just keep the money and then you know what in three months there's that nest egg i'm like that's not that's that's not that's not psychic ability it's just general financial advice exactly common sense it's common sense and they'd say like oh am i gonna find like love and they say and it's always generically three months and they'd say things like um yeah i can definitely see someone in your future it might not be mr right but i think it could be a mr right now but you really need to just say yes to opportunities so when people ask you to come out for dinner you need to say yes when people ask you like to do like something out of character you need to say yes and you need to put yourself out there maybe try some dating apps i'm like that's not psychic like yeah. that's just general advice of how to meet yeah people. that's life advice exactly yeah. and it's so but they've got the cards out they'll like do the whole theatrics of it and it's just is very generic and I lived for it because it was just so wild. (laughs) I need to watch this. It was on Foxtel, but it's insane. Mm, Okay. Well, speaking of insane. Yes. We have gone through a rebrand, a name change. (gasps) We are now known as... Drum roll. You can just cue in a drum yeah, roll. No. That was pathetic. I'm leaving that in. Because <laughs> so. I was like, no, no, I was going to do like a table, and then you started doing a noise. So I was like, oh, I'll let her do it. And I was like, that's not a drum roll. <laughs> you started doing the noise first. <laughs> I was copying you. <laughs> I was like, neither. Yeah. This is not what a drum sounds like. Yeah. Um, we are now known as The Good Chat. <gasps> Previously on The Good Chat. Oh, I Today, like that. Today on The Good Chat. 
It reminds me of The Good Wife, so it's like a political That's drama. That's what I've been saying all week. Uh, it's so like, mm. Every time when I heard about The Good Chat, the rebrand, and that's all I could think about, The Good Wife. It sounds very profesh. I like yeah. it. The good and chat. staying on that same theme of announcements, I guess now would be the perfect time to announce that. This is Michelle's last episode. Michelle is leaving us. We're so sad. I'm moving on to bigger and better opportunities. It's been such a good it, run. It has been such a good time with you, Michelle. All right. We're going to miss you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Kate and I planned this behind your back, Michelle. You went along with that. We, so were, we were expecting a different reaction. <laughs> really? Well, it's, oh, great. In fact, I'm leaving now. See you. Bye. <laughs> I was like, could you close the door from the other side? <laughs> no, just leave it open. Wow. <laughs> oh. We really thought you were just going to say what? <laughs> I was going to be in shock. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Well, what a letdown. Well, in a way, she's However, kind of turned it back on However, can us, I yeah. say the commitment to a bit... <laughs> Well done, Brother. Michelle. We're getting Brother. better at, at podcasting. Mm. <laughs> Got to hand it to Michelle. She is, she's, she's really good with that. Yeah. Whereas maybe <laughs> myself, maybe I'm not so great with bits. Oh, I'm just dramatic. I would have been like, what? <laughs> His idea was that bit. I said it and then he, ro- he rolled with it. I was just now. like, we are 100% going to do this. <laughs> But okay. earlier in the week, you were being rude slash mean uh, to me. But about the Met Gala? Yeah, because you, you uh, were asking I was, if I was paying I attention. I was and, so mad at you. Yeah. I didn't even know what was happening. He didn't follow. Do you follow? Uh, okay, first of all, Michelle, did you follow the Met Gala? Are no. You, no. Sorry if you had a whole segment about this, but no, no. I don't. No, no, no. no. So this, no. I. It was the day of the Met Gala, so I was like ready. I'm not like a fashion gal, but I do love watching red carpets. I love seeing what people are wearing, not because I'm like, oh, are they wearing this brand? Just to see specifically the Met Gala because there's a theme. They have so much money. It's like the biggest fancy dress party. So I asked Daniel, I was like, oh, are you following the Met Gala? And he was very blasé in his response. I'm sorry, I actually didn't realise it was happening at the time. Oh, I was so disappointed because he wasn't following it. And so I was mad at him and I made comments, but then he went dead silent. Dead silent. So then I'm like, oh, I've offended him. Were you offended? Uh, No, actually, I went quiet because I was busy at that minute. And then I came back to the messages from... The panic. The panic from Kate. And I was like, oh, no, sorry, I was actually busy. And then she was all like, kind of like, oh, yeah, right. You know, and I then really... I doubled down. Yeah. And then, see, this is what happens. Like, <laughs> you, we've, You've done the same to me. Yeah. Where you've said something, yeah. I've said a sassy remark back. And you've taken that as, oh, she's really mad at me. Sometimes it gets to a certain point where I think oh, wait, is this person actually offended? Is this person actually upset? I'm not sure if they're going along with the bit or have I genuinely upset them? And I get concerned about that because that's not my intention. Yeah, definitely. But then at the same time, if someone gets really upset, a part of me goes... Well, then I just can't banter with you. Yeah. Like, I feel bad that I've upset them. And yeah. what I've, whatever I have done and said, obviously, is in a joke form. And I will yeah. apologize for it. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, you're not. I, I now know that I can't reach that level of humor with you. So I'll always be a bit more conservative. Yeah. Hashtag, you're boring. Wow. Right? <laughs> kind of. But I think we both know, like, we can take it there with each other and it's okay. Have either of us ever offended you? No. Ooh. No. Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I've overthought a lot of things if I've offended you guys. I think between the three of us, though, all three of us are kind of people pleasers. 
Yeah. And of, I, I mean, sometimes so. we will not self-edit ourselves, but we'll say something and then immediately be like, oh, I didn't mean that in that way. And yeah. like try and double down. We're like, oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, sometimes I don't realise until it's said how it, it can, can be, be taken. taken. Yes. Because I'm like, I know how I intend this, but I don't know how someone else is going to take it. But do you also find with this sense of, like, because obviously we talk about like... <laughs> bits yes, <laughs> like we will take a bit off. quite far and we will stay in a bit for a long oh, time yeah. do you find sometimes you'll be with someone who you thought you could have those bits with and then they don't get it and you're like oh we were in a bit and they're like i don't know what that means <laughs> you're like well i feel like sometimes those sort of jokes go over my head it depends who's doing it like if it's an authority figure i panic under the pressure and there was definitely a bit more of that oh my god have i upset her oh my god i've made her mad but really was, yeah there's always sort of work things as well because it'd be like oh my should i be palming this off on her like should i try did i more? ever seem upset no i think probably just Were like you just oh another thing to what do you're saying you always it was like for you it's like oh another thing i have to do but it wasn't necessarily you being mad at me i'm very guilty of this but you are similar michelle where you will overthink things. Oh, I over, over, yeah. overthink. But I feel like between the three of us, we we got to a very comfortable place yeah. in the workplace. Also, you're my first proper manager as well. I only had casual um, jobs before. First, I'm going to say best. First and best, yeah. <laughs> I was never really yeah. your manager. I worked as a manager, but not as your I wanted your you to be. I know. But I did like the times where you'd say, can you come to my office? And I'd think, oh, what is it? And you'd and say- it would always be something work-related because <laughs> I'm a really good manager. <laughs> um, I beg to differ. It was usually things like, there's this song stuck in my head. I can't figure it out. Yeah, but I would do that to everyone. <laughs> I was really bad man. No, I'm a good manager, but far out. I like having people around me where I can just like unfiltering. You need to yeah. have a bit of fun in the workplace. Well, speaking of offending people, we got up to something recently, didn't we? We did. What do we do, Michelle? Yeah, talk us through it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tell us. Okay, and this who's we weave was a tale. It, it was your I... idea, wasn't it? Oh my god. The yeah, it was, worst defi- idea it was definitely your idea. No, it was. We went to Karen Diner. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah. What's the Karen Diner? <laughs> the Karen Diner is a basically where you go to experience rudeness from the staff. That's part of the shtick of the venue, and it basically goes against every natural human instinct I hold. I'm gonna say you were the shookest. Yeah, you were the shookest. No, I, I hated it. For so. the person who it was your, I'm going to say it was your brainchild to go there, you were the most uncomfortable. And yeah, I would say you were hit by the hardest. Even going into the place, like all week, I was like, well, guy, we'll have some nice food. We'll have some nice banter with the staff. But the moment we arrived, I was just like, oh my God, this is actually going to be very hostile. This is actually going to be very, it's going to be a hostile environment. What mm. have I gotten myself what into? What have I gotten myself yeah. into? And so the reservation was under my name and I was like, Kate, you going yeah you, and, oh, immediately you, going. you shut down you're like i can't i was I can't. like what have i done like why yeah. why did i do this like <laughs> who does this like who would want to go here i have no idea why anyone would go back well we'll start by walking through what happened so yeah. we arrived i sent katie in, and then he uh, yeah, said to no, you, the, you send katie in, you panic i can't do this yes yes um and then what the what did the guy say it was a man that greeted us at the door and what did he say to you uh, oh, I can't remember exactly what he said. I didn't hear it at the time because I was at the very back. But I, you did say afterwards he was saying, you mentioned the reservation. And he's like, yeah, well, do you just want to know if there's a reservation? Or That's do you right. Wanna, yeah. It's like, do you, do you want to eat here or do you just want to know if the reservation's there? Yeah. I feel like with this place, there's a cuttiness about it. Like there's a smart cuttiness. And then there's just trying to be mean for the sake of mean. Yeah. And because they're not actors, they're just hired because people are like, oh, I can be mean to people. It's this weird juxtaposition where you're like, 
as the patron, am I supposed to be sitting here laughing, which you are, it's supposed to be a fun experience, but it's just they... Yeah, that's I what know. I struggled with. It was like, am I supposed to be entertained by this or am I supposed to be participating in it? Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, kind yeah. of, because I started pushing back. Yeah, <laughs> and that, I feel like you probably... I feel like that approach is fully embracing the experience while I just awkwardly stood there and laughed. And Well, it was my second time. The first time I went there, my instinct was to yeah. be the, oh, thank you so much. Like I overcompensated my politeness for their rudeness. And I was like, that's such a shitty thing that that's ingrained in my head. I had the same. I was still doing my please, thank yous, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So we got the reservation eventually confirmed. Uh, and then walked we Walked through the restaurant. Re- walked through. The place was not as big as I thought, but it was definitely that kind of like 60s diner theme. Yeah, it was a cheap 60s diner. Yeah. I expected more booths. Yeah, there was like only a handful of booths, but I feel like the chairs. I'm in my booth. (laughs) The chairs. I'm sorry. Two broke girls. Okay. The chairs and like the tables were very cheap. So it definitely felt like a pop up restaurant. Okay. Mm. I I think that they'd had such a small space and the tables are all crammed together. But then I felt like it's just an accident, but in the same way, it suits their theme of, well, we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Tables, I found like, you know, when they threw the menus on the floor. Yeah. Like here's the thing, throw the menus, but on the freaking table. Don't throw them on the floor because I need to pick them up and then put those floor menus on the table. When you said I'm not picking that up, I thought you meant that in a way that was like, oh, no. I'm not being humiliated to pick something off the floor that someone else threw there. No, that was because I was just wearing a short skirt. Okay, but you were very shook about that, and you were not happy that they threw them. Oh, and I, I know. Can kind I wasn't. Of see why it is like a hygiene thing, mm. I guess. Well, especially yeah. coming out of COVID, mm. I was kind yeah. of like, oh, like the first time I went there, it was a table throw. This this time every single person got the I did notice throw. that because I thought was it by accident that they just threw them and it fell on the floor but then no, every didn't. other one got thrown on the floor I actually was surprised because when we walked in I started to get really self-conscious because I was like oh what have I gotten myself into because I'm like oh it's going to be fun and then I started to just feel like I just want to avoid eye contact I want to yeah. because I saw which I didn't expect this but I saw um as they were walking through and if you know someone was they walk past someone or whatever a customer they would say get the fuck out of my way and mm. I, I did not expect that I thought it was they come to your table they do a bit there's a banter or whatever I didn't realise you didn't know that it's like be... they were in character yeah. from the start of their shift so, to the end of their shift so I was like I don't want to catch their eye I, I, I was trying to avoid that, that mm-hmm. confrontation yeah. I realise I really feel like this restaurant is not built for three people please <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No, I was doing that. I was avoiding mm. eye contact, and actually, I don't think you two noticed. There yeah. was a point where one of our one of the waiters came and stood by our table, and I think they were ready to engage with us. Mm. And I noticed them out of my peripheral vision. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you two were just kept talking, and so I was just like, not looking. You're like, I'm not looking. <laughs> I can't remember if I genuinely didn't realize or if I was trying to avoid. I know I was definitely I'm... trying to avoid. I was like, I'm not looking at you. I'm not engaging. And then she she kind of lingered and then she's like okay whatever and then she left but I definitely notice definitely throughout the whole the, the rest of the time we were yeah. there the waiters were bumping the table on the way on purpose yeah, yeah. and like get out of the way like you said yeah and that just put me i was so nervous the entire time because i was like i thought it was going to be kind of what you said where you deal with the rudeness when you're arriving when you're order- <laughs> <laughs> when you're ordering and when you're leaving but it was definitely while you're eating as well like it was yeah. while you're waiting for the food like yeah. you could have been they were ready to strike at any point. Like I was curious to know, are the onion rings battered or are they crumbed? Because like I prefer the battered rather than the, like the yeah. little crumb. It didn't matter either way, but I was curious. And then I was like, I'm definitely not going to ask them. And then you said, no, 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 you're going to ask them. And I thought, well, 
I guess that's what we're here for. Like yeah. part of the experience. So I asked and the response was, how the fuck should I know? Onion rings are onion rings. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I, 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 I got what I came for. Okay, okay. I tell you what I struggled with the most was the waiter that we had was yeah. the woman or the guy the woman mm-hmm. i think the guy was actually better i feel like if we had him for the entire time yeah. he would have yeah. been the banter would have been better and i would have probably i feel like i would have actually been able to participate in it so i've seen this restaurant the karen diner not necessarily the karen diner but the karen diner experience yeah. in america and in england they hire actors and then they have an actual wait staff so mm. it's like you have the players who are the people that are rude to you, but then you actually have the bus boys and stuff. So if you did have a question, they would give you oh. just a normal restaurant experience. Okay. Here, it was just they hired rude 20-year-olds. I just don't know that I would be able to do that to strangers. I don't know if I have that in me. Oh, I definitely don't. Michelle? No, I don't. But the, the, <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> wow. none, none of us can do it. No, but the waiter we had was also just embracing silence as her weapon. Awkward oh, silence. Yeah. And that just was like making it worse because she basically just like say, I don't know, she just wasn't very creative either. He'd be like, can I have a Coke? And she'd just be like, look at you. And just be like, really? <gasps> Dad, like, she yes. really <laughs> decided at the start that she did not like you. Remember, she hit you with the menu yes. and she called you a bitch. And I just I like, remembered. Yeah, well, that didn't bother me that much. Do you know what's funny? I like, at I love, least that was something creative on her part. I love that we, this was not intentional on my part at least, but it really does seem like we are recounting such a traumatic experience. <laughs> no. I mean, it was entertaining and we know what we're getting ourselves into. That's why we went there. My thing was just the food wasn't very good. Like, I, I feel it was like... average. It was, yeah, yeah, like, I feel like I've gone to a restaurant to be insulted and none of it was very good. So I'm like... While it was traumatic for us, I think the girl that was sitting on the table behind me was definitely more traumatised. So, oh, totally. So she was called out for being vegan and very public. So she was on a, like, they were on a date. Yeah, I think so. See, I honestly wonder if they just walked in not realising what the venue was. But it was in such a weird spot. You, you're going there for a purpose. Like, yeah, you know you're going there yeah, to go there. I don't think you would show up in that area by accident looking for food. In of all the restaurants, it doesn't look like... When you've got Bavarian Beer Cafe and, like, other restaurants which are better. Sure. I'm not going to say it's never happened, though. Like, mm, yeah. I'm sure it's happened. So, we're talking about this traumatic moment. Are you going to tell what you did to me? Well, you made a comment about one of Privately the... at the table. <laughs> Privately, in confidence... <laughs> in your safe space you decided to share that you thought that one of the waiters looked like christian slater after i was already thrown under the bus to enter and talk on behalf of the table sure he was coming by our table and i said excuse me she has something she wants to tell you i didn't you said to him oh i was saying you look like christian slater then i butted in and said no she said older christian slater to be fair it's still a compliment sure I don't really remember what his reaction was. He said, I don't know who that is. Oh, didn't he know who it was? He didn't know who it was. And then he said, do you know who you look like? And I said, oh, Rebel Wilson. And then that was worse than whoever he was going to say. So I was like, oh. I was interested to know what he was going to say. I know. I wanted to know too, but. We'll never know. Hmm. And then that was gave you an opening for your clapback where he's like, well, can you even sing? And you're like, sure. And then you, he was like, can you even act? And you were like, well, I'm acting like I'm having a good time. I don't remember that. <laughs> I do not remember saying that at all. That was like the best. I was like, wow, okay, you're like born for this. Like you could work here. <laughs> I can't remember how it came up, but he was talking about being blonde. And I was like, oh yeah, and I'm dumb too. And he was like, oh, and he kind of didn't know where to go from yeah. it because I was already ahead of his joke. Like yeah, he, he, took he it stole there. his material. Yeah. 
I was asking you, do they split the bill here? And then I was too scared to ask or to <laughs> cause that kind of controversy with them. So you agreed to just go up, pay, we were going to mm-hmm. send you the money because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I, I know there's going to be I'm a I'm not going to deal with this. We need we, to leave. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Yeah, could you imagine how asking for a split bill would have gone down? No, thank no. you. But then he did say something about, are you going to come back or something like that? And then I said, well, about you, Michelle. I said, well, she's definitely not coming back. And he's like, well, good. Yeah, and then he was like, good, don't come back. And then yeah. he starts throwing at me and gave me the finger. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> bye. I think all of us left a little shooker than... Because you had been there before. I'd Kate. been there before. I, I was more... I, so I, you should have warned me. I did warn you before going. Well, at the same time, I don't want to ruin your experience because you have to experience it for the first time. But I definitely felt like this time I went, I was on my guard. Because I remember being so positive last time as a people pleaser that I didn't enjoy it because I'm like, I'm not going to give them any ammunition. Oh, right. Kind of in a way, like when you know someone's shit, but you don't want to tell someone else who's just coming into a situation to be like, oh, avoid that person because they're this yeah. and that. It's like, See, like do you I know what? Like you form your exactly. own opinion. I just knew that yeah. the food wasn't very good. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a punish. So I hope you guys have fun. And then you didn't. I was like, well, mm. what a fucking waste. Well, at least it was material to But talk your about. onion rings were... They were good. I ate a lot of them. And for the record, if anyone's wondering and is too scared to ask the staff, the onion rings are crumbed. They are breaded. They are not Were they? I thought they were battered. No. Oh. I didn't get to finish my story about the chick that was having a meltdown. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's fine. Well, sorry, Michelle. Please continue. There was a guy who was emceeing and then he called out and said, for work health and safety reasons, I have to advise you all, we have a vegan in the venue. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's that's a good one, sort of. And then I looked around and it was the girl that was having none of it. She was literally, head was basically on the table. I was like, honey, are you crying? (laughs) Like, are you okay? It made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And he kept going with the bit too and then he yeah. when he realized he was getting nothing out of the girl yeah he moved he on off. to the date onto oh. the date and was like are you vegan too and then he was like no and he's like oh, oh yeah he's like oh so you're just gonna eat meat in front of her yeah. Yes. yeah and i was just like move it, on, it was dude. really uncomfortable move. i was like move on read the room <laughs> move <Yeah>. on because <laughs> that's the thing they're not comedians yeah. yeah and i think like i said with other places that they had actors because they're just kind of being rude, they're not knowing how far to take it. Like yeah. with that instance, she was uncomfortable. She was yeah. not enjoying herself yeah, at all and bad. they kept going. But Some they weren't them... smart enough to like come up with something witty. It's just rudeness on rudeness. There were some that were definitely better at doing oh, that totally. than others. Yeah. And so I think it all depends on who is your server. Yeah. The, one yes. that, the one the girl with the bandana she was doing this thing where she'd like come to take the orders and then she'd pull up a chair and she'd sit with you and I think she was like engaging with the patrons a bit more Okay, I thought she would have been good to have but we didn't get yeah. her unfortunately mm-hmm. oh I, I was a little bit shook actually because I didn't another thing I didn't expect was while they were ordering there was a child and the dad was trying to get the child's attention and when he yelled out to the kid the waiter also yelled out to the kid and she was like shithead to get his attention yeah, and I was just I was like, like oh I didn't expect that how does the kid feel I know the kid was laughing well, we've actually got the kid waiting to <laughs> actually we've got the kid on line one um, so on a scale of 1 to 10 I think the parents <laughs> laughed the parents yeah, yeah, yeah. laugh, but I feel like I could easily see that going down badly yeah. with yeah. a certain type of parent. They'd be like, do not call my child. Or even just head. a child to mm. just they maybe know what they're getting into but yeah. also to still be a little shook yeah, yeah. I mean, kids swear all the time. Anyone that thinks otherwise, like kids are calling each other shithead sure. on the playground. Like, let's not. I'm sure they're calling each <laughs> oh, other worse things. Yeah. yeah. This leaves us with the question: Would you go back? No. Oh, okay. 
No, absolutely not. Kate I, did twice. I, okay, she's, she's <laughs> I've done it, done, twice. done it twice. I don't mean to be controversial. However, I would go back. I would go back with people who hadn't been there before, maybe mm-hmm. just for the experience. And smarter, wiser. I'm going to go back with better people. No, <gasps> no, my the <laughs> audacity. No, it's likely we'll get a different waiter, and it might be a different experience, and that's what I'm interested to see. I'll never go a second time. (laughs) I wish I didn't go a first time. Right. Okay, so we've established that the majority of the room will not go back. Would you recommend it to someone else? Mm, I would say, first and foremost, the food's not very good. It's not bad. It's just not special, right? No, it's not good. Uh, Oh, okay. My burger was insanely oily. It's like a Macca's burger, but bigger. You know? Yeah, it was (laughs) cheap food for like 20 bucks. I'd be like, Mm. I'd rather just go to a, a nice pub. Yeah, okay. so that's that what price, I would say to them. Expect a little more like gourmet. It was very fast foody. Yeah, I'm gonna say I didn't expect the feedback to be this negative. Well, my feedback would be one: the food's not very good, so like just be prepared that like, you're going for the experience of the banter. Okay, and if you're not interested in that, then just don't go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But I'd be surprised if anyone actually was going for the food. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to get those loaded fries. <laughs> Okay, well, mm. so we're across that. But something we weren't across earlier was... <gasps> the Met Gala. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. So you're going to talk about it again, even though neither of us are seeing <laughs> Well, I, I guess not. Okay, Kate. <laughs> Look, enlighten do you us. Want me us... To, do you want me to tell you about it? I'd love Please, to tell me all tell about us, it and the audience. Well, I will say one thing. I did uh-huh. actually see, after you mentioned it, I did see something on social media. What did you so see? Someone posted this very out there look from Jared Leto. However... No, but there was multiple people t- retweeting this look from him. And oh, and then it wasn't Jared Leto? I started to see other tweets saying, this is not Jared Leto. No, it's not. I know who you're talking about. It's this guy. Oh, far out. I can't, I can't remember his name. I wouldn't say his name is like Frederick or like Fredrickson was the last name. He is the creative director for a Swedish hair brand. Oh, okay. They're a known fashion designer for doing those types of crazy things. Well people started to post actual Jared Leto's outfit and everyone was like, oh, wow, can you imagine the fake Jared Leto had an even better outfit than the real Jared Leto? Mm -hmm. Jared Leto looked garbage, but I hate Jared Leto, so. Why? Why do I hate Jared Leto? Yeah. Because he's the worst. I think he's just a bit mediocre, but I don't... Oh no, he's the worst. He oh can't... wait, I actually heard something about how he's being me too at the moment. Yeah, well, oh. should we talk about this? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, like I saw Thirty Seconds to Mars. Like, <gasps> what year was it? We, we, no, we already established we were at the same concert. Yeah. We did. Oh, we did last yes! season in our, in our episode one night only that we were talking about concert experiences. Oh. One night only. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, but, it wouldn't have been an uh, episode without Kate singing. Right. But uh, yes, a number of people have come out and it sounds like a lot of underage girls. Um, I heard it was, it sounded like so culty, wasn't it? Like he takes them to an He has a cult. No, no, there is a cult that he has. It's like the 30 Seconds to Mars or Jared Leto. Back in the day, I remember their actual 30 Seconds to Mars merch said, this is a cult. Well, that's what they're doing, basically. There's some, uh, like, you have I to mean, pay I, I an was... exorbitant amount of money, like, oh. as a fan experience to go over to this island, sleep in, like, terrible conditions, and you get taken on walks. He'll, like, perform. He'll, like, do yoga, and it's, like, a wellness retreat. Is this real? Yes. I'm, like, wait till I show you the photos of it. Is this, oh. like, that fire Festival? Oh, fire Festival. Okay, that was a music festival with Ja Rule. And did you see that show, Anna Delvey? Yes. You know the guy. I'm building up on day, (laughs) Building up. I I do not have time for you. (laughs) (laughs) We all saw Anna Delvey. You know how she was living with a guy called Billy in New York? Oh, yes. He was the guy who did Fire Festival and went to prison. 
Yeah. It's like a proper cult. He walks around oh, like wow. Jesus. Oh my gosh. They all have to wear white. It's so Wait, when weird. When did this happen? He used to do it every year pre-COVID. Yeah, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, no one was aware of it. And then they no. found out and they're like, you're insane. And then they keep casting him in movies after he won that Oscar. And he's terrible. I will say Requiem for a Dream is a really that, good movie. That was a good movie. And he was fine. Yeah. I'm going to say pre his Oscar, he was like fine. Like he was a nothing person. Okay. And then once he got the Oscar, he's like, I'm better than Jesus. And that's his ethos. Tell us how you really feel. Well, I've told you now how I feel about Tell Jared us more Leto. about the Met Gala. Okay, so this year, the theme... So the Met Gala every year has, like, a theme. You would probably remember, like, the Heavenly Bodies one. Rihanna dressed as the Pope. So then they had Ex Machina, like a punk one. This year, the theme was the Gilded Age. And the Gilded Age is a period of time, I think, through 1870 to 1890, specifically New York, the Golden Age. So you're coming out of, like, that Marie Antoinette 1700s. So it's, like, all very fancy, very corseted. I think it's technically pre-Bridgerton. I don't know what that means, but okay. You don't know Bridgerton? Um, Do you know Bridgerton? Of course. Oh, thank fuck. You right. don't know Bridgerton? Anyway, so... Um, the Netflix well, series. Well, 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 we're going to have to unpack this. <laughs> you, you're not up with it? You don't know who the Viscount is? The what? Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to watch. Okay, you don't need to, but you need to watch Bridgerton. Admittedly, I haven't seen season two. Okay, listen, season two, not as steamy as season one, mm. but come on. It's not like a whole new romance that I'm not sure if I can invest in, but I'm sure I'll get like, around to it. But It definitely doesn't hit like season one hits. Season mm. one hits. This mm. simmers. Yeah. But it's good. I'm in it for the fashion. Anyway, the Met Gala. So two people, you can either kind of go super, super, you can kind of interpret the theme however you want, or you can kind of just wear like something nice. And it's just like, why wear something nice? Like go all out. And a lot of the celebrities this year really did not hit the theme. You've got two camp people who are just like, look good or wear theme. I'm on camp being theme. And I can see you both yawning. <laughs> no, I don't even know what the Met Gala is. What's it for? Um, is so it just a fashion show? It kind, so it's run by Anna Wintour and it's at the Metropolitan Museum of Art every year. at the. So that's the Met Gala. I know that you have to be um, invited, but you also have to pay a lot to go. So it's $25,000 a ticket. But what happens is all the big designer brands, so someone like Versace would have a table. Mm. So this year the Versace people, one of them was Cardi B. So she and Donatella Versace went together and so the brands asked the actors to sit at that table. So that's why you'll have so many people in Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton did not bring it. They looked garbage. I hear people say the red carpet, the red carpet. I'm like, but shouldn't a red carpet lead to something? Like, what's well, Lenny Kravitz performed. Madonna performed a few years ago. Yeah, they usually have performance. It's a dinner. Um, they raise money for the Met, I think. And like, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's like the money goes to the Met, but outside the red yeah. carpet, I don't know a lot about it. Yeah. <laughs> but our uh, shit goes down in the Met Gala bathrooms. Ooh. Oh. Do you have any blind? What are they called? Blind items. Yeah. No. Okay. Sorry, it's just about the red carpet. But I'm going to say looks-wise, Top's looks, Lizzo looked amazing and she was kind of half on theme. Oh, I saw Lizzo perform with Harry Styles at Coachella. I wasn't there in person, but I saw it online. What about the performance with Shania Twain? I'm the not going to talk about debacle. I Look, when I saw Shania Twain live a few years back here, live, I, yeah, I was, it was very clear to me that she was not singing live. I was very disappointed she had Lyme disease she has Lyme disease that may affect her ability to to perform I, I did notice especially when she was singing you're still the one and I was Looks very very close like we made it. and I was so disappointed are you offended by lip syncing Michelle oh yeah if you're going to a live show for sure I wasn't offended by it 
Like, I, I, I just I just go figuring they're going to lip sync. Yeah, but I didn't expect that from her. And then when I saw her perform with Harry Styles, I'm like, come on, you sang two songs and you did not sing live. So what happened was you could hear the audio from her actual microphone where she was kind of whimpering, half singing, not really. Yeah. But the she didn't audience, walk down those stairs. No, but the audience could hear a pre-recorded vocal. So they messed up on the stream by putting the incorrect, I guess, they audio did the do- from her microphone. They, they did Shania the Dodgy. Yeah, but then... When they put it up on YouTube as a highlight from Coachella, it was the the proper version, yeah. So she looks fine. Of course it was. Yeah, so that also disappointed me. I don't know what – she doesn't owe me anything. You were disappointed. I took it personally. Mm -hmm. Noted. Speaking of, though, I have something to discuss with you guys. (gasps) Wait, is guys problematic? One of my friends was going on about how it is, but I don't – I don't notice. But I'm very aware if I'm with women, I will say ladies. You say, hey, ladies – but my mum said that that's my mum. She's getting brought up again. Hi, mum. <laughs> Hi, How Michelle's are you? Mom. How are you doing? She said that she doesn't like ladies either because it implies a certain expectation that you must act ladylike. Ladylike. Uh, I, I get that. So I'm like, so what are you meant to call them? Like, if girls, you can't say girls because that's I don't demeaning. Say, I don't want to say gals. I don't want to say girls because I actually get really annoyed when men call women girls. Because I'm like, a girl is under 18. Like, a girl is a girl. If it's a woman, say it's a woman. I'm not trying to be dramatic, but what should you say? My mum said women. And I'm like, who, who's going to do that? Like, hi, women. Hey, women. Well, ladies is just, to me, the plural of many women. Yes. I'm not going to say, hey, women's. Yeah. So, here, mum. <laughs> <laughs> But if it's multi-different genders, I just say, hey, everyone. Well, I guess everyone will also have their own preferences too and what they care about mm. and what they don't care about. Yeah. So anyway, back to me. What about you? I had this experience recently and I want to know, am I the drama? Am I the Karen? Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Okay. So are you familiar with Record Store Date? Not a yes. Clue. Oh. Oh, what oh, is it? Oh, it's mixed, mixed, explain mixed, mixed explain it for the people. <laughs> for explain the people. it for Michelle and the audience. Okay, so it's a day that celebrates independent record stores. There are exclusive releases that are available on this day. You have to go to an independent record store in person to purchase these items. And people line up. It's a whole day. Basically, it's about going out and supporting record stores. So during the week, I called this store and said, look, I've never gone before. I am after these particular releases. Do you know if you will have them? And I was told for these two particular releases, one of them was Mariah Carey's Number Ones, which was being reissued. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so I was told, look, you're not going to have a problem with that one. Going to get quite a few of those. You'll be fine. And the other release I wanted was a Melanie C Northern Star. Ooh. First time ever on vinyl. I just want to point it out. I sang I Turn to You and you like I rolled me before. That's a great song. As I was saying, Catherine. <laughs> so I was told about this particular record. It is limited. So how desperate are you? If I were you, I would get here as early as you can. And what we will do is the first four or five people in queue, we take care of them. We come out, we ask you what you're after. We get it ready for you behind the counter. So that way you go straight to the counter, you check out. So my advice to you is get there as early as you can. And I took this on board. And I thought, do you know what? 
I'm the kind of person who I will suffer. I'll put myself through this. Mm-hmm. I will do what I have to do. What if, time did you get there? Okay, so the store opened at nine o'clock <laughs> and I was there just after 6.30. Oh my gosh. What? I got Can I ask, early. What, how long was it before other people, like how yeah, long were you, were you there by yourself? I was second to arrive. But oh, someone was already there. The, I was going to say, were you the first there? Oh my gosh. No, so they said they got there at 6.30. So I got there oh, just after them. Okay. But they were very clearly interested in Taylor Swift and, and that oh. kind of thing. You're telling me you could tell that they were not there for Melanie C's limited edition. I don't think they even know who she is. And Mariah Carey (laughs) would be someone that their parents would have listened to back in the day. So I was technically first in line for For the the releases that I wanted. Yes. How Um, many people turned up? Like from when you were there to when they opened? I mean, I couldn't see because just maybe say four or five people behind me um, after that, I couldn't really see. Mm -hmm. But I imagine it did get quite long, very close to the store opening. So most people would have rocked up just before it opened. Wow. When they opened the door, Yes. Did they let groups of people in at a time or was it just a free-for-all? Like, everybody come in. So what happened was the guy came out one by one asking us, what are you interested in? And I told him the two releases I was interested in and he kind of made a bit of a face and went to the next person. So was it more like he was just asking for his general yeah, knowledge? Yeah, just, just for like- his own curiosity. Huh. So it's like 8.59 at this point, one minute before the and story And you're opens. aware, okay, they're not... Well, I'm starting to get a little bit stressed. So, he, you know, I can imagine. we don't even get a rundown of this is how it's going to go. Yep. The door's going to open. I'm going to take a group of you in. There are five crates. Everything is completely random. It's basically like a lucky dip. That's so chaotic. It just, it's just, yeah. So we went in and we weren't told anything. So at this point, I didn't know that they were random. So I went to the second or third crate thinking this is where the C would be, the C section, if you will. Yeah. So I was flipping through the records and I didn't see any of the releases I was interested in. I kept looking and I noticed people that were further back in line all of a sudden next to me holding the Mariah Carey record that I was looking for. So I thought it didn't matter what oh, time no. you got there. It really didn't. So when, wow. what I was told versus what actually happened were two Was it even in genre or was it just no, a free-for-all no, 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 no. of boxes? It was a free-for-all. So, for example, there might be one Mariah Carey in one crate and there'd be another one a few crates down, just completely mixed up. So I went Why to the counter. Why would they do that? How many crates were there? How there were about are, six, about five there? or six. How big is a crate? Are we having like a milk? Like bottle? A, sort of like a milk crate, not yeah. a milk bottle crate. No, no, no milk, sorry, <laughs> milk, I would just say milk bottle crate. A milk crate, like little plastic tubs. They were, but they were wooden. So yeah. I don't know if they were a bit bigger, but they were generally that kind of size. So then I went to the counter and said, I'm not able to find any of the records I was after. Did you get the Mariah Carey? Mm-hmm. Yes, they're out there. Keep looking. I'm also after Melanie C. We didn't get the Melanie C, so they didn't receive it. But just outside, he asked me what I was interested in and didn't bother to say, hey, sorry, we don't have the Melanie C. However, we do have the Mariah Carey. So I went back to the crates and I kept looking and I looked over and over because obviously there were other people there looking at the same time. And I just kept going over and over thinking, how do I keep missing this? I said, I'm really sorry. I can't find the Mariah Carey. Are you able to check if you do have it? And they looked on the system and they said, yeah, there are two. Keep looking. It's out there. So I went over, looked again, flipped through. And this time I wasn't just flipping. I was picking up one by one, looking at it and putting it back just to make sure I don't miss it. How do I keep missing it? I don't know. Still nothing. My brain was just like, I can't process any of this. I don't know what's happening. This is all very bizarre to me. I did mention to them and say, oh, when I called earlier in the week, I was told this specific thing. And the the guy who he looked like, uh, I guess he was a manager saying, Mm. 
I'm sorry, I didn't speak to you. I don't know who you spoke to. I don't know why they told you that. I'm going to have a word with the owner, right? So this was what was mm. said to me at the time. Like, no one knows what I'm talking about. And I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. This is chaos. It's It was absolute chaos. And did, by you, now, did you find it? Well, by now, another group had come in. And I felt like I need to leave because, like, these people are looking yeah. for records as well. Mm. And... I thought, okay, so I got here just after 6.30 a.m. and I'm about to leave with nothing, which I know is a very real possibility on this kind of a day. But the fact that I was told a whole other story prior and expecting that. Your anxiety? Oh, Oh. I was was so shook, I think is the best way to put it. I was shooketh to the core. Yeah. And I was very aware, like, I didn't want to be nagging, but I just didn't know what to do. And I said, are you sure there are two Mariah Careys? Because they're still not there. And one of the guys behind the counter said, oh, I just sold one. It's almost like it's a treasure hunt. Yeah. Good luck. Which I didn't expect. And then he said oh, there's still one out there. I said, well, I've looked several times. It's definitely not there. So then the guy looked behind him, behind the counter, pulled out a Mariah Carey and said, there. And I said, thank you. I purchased it and I left. It sounds like whoever you spoke to earlier in the week was a nice person. But it also sounded like that they thought that's how it would go down. Yeah. They must have, maybe they've worked somewhere else or maybe they've had a conversation Mm. with staff. Yeah. But then on the day, they were just like, nah, fuck it. Well, on the phone, I was transferred to the store owner. So I thought, well, this guy must be the manager and the owner's off somewhere thinking this is how it's running. But in reality, it's not. So I thought, do you know what? During the week, I'm going to call the store back. Called and I said, look, I called a week ago. Did they remember the conversation? Well, when I started to say I was told this, however, on the day, this is how... And then he immediately knew who I was. He cut me off and was so dismissive and rude and just was like... The owner... Well, at this point, I started to realise I'm talking to that guy from the store, not the owner. I'm talking to this guy, right? So he says to me, you should be grateful that I sold you that Mariah Carey that I was holding for an employee. And you should be grateful and you're calling to complain. Wow. And I was just like, wow. I said, whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just what gets worse. Twist? I just, I said, can I just please speak? I just, because I wanted to specifically say, look, I was told this is how it will go down, at least for the first few people. Yeah. This is why I put the effort in. Yeah. Because I understand it was my choice to go there early, but the reasons why I did it yeah. was because of this. And then in store, mm. you're telling me you don't know what I'm talking about. He volunteered the information to me and we only received one copy of the Melanie C, which I was holding for a regular customer, but on the day told me they didn't receive any. I was super shooketh. I have a big feeling he went down the queue yeah. to find his regular people because he definitely has people that yeah. he's taken care of. But that's, oh, it's such yeah. a terrible store as well because it's so small and cramped. But we're I just, not mentioning no, the store. No, we're not though. mentioning the store. No. <laughs> um, but I just don't understand why they would just have, like, as an employee, that is chaos to just have six random tubs, yeah. not in genre, not in alphabetical order. No. Like, you don't want people lingering in your store that long on a day like that. Well, I really don't know what they had in mind, but I have definitely seen things online where stores will be very calm. They give a list out to mm. the people in the line. They mark what they're after, and it's it seems a lot more organised. And it sounds it like they be. almost wanted to do a lucky dip. Like you come in yeah. and you find it's like, are you going to find what you want? Like, yeah. ooh, the suspense. From a business standpoint, that's terrible. So I said, okay, how do I get in contact with the store owner? And he gave me the email address. So and do you I, think and, it was him? Well, immediately <laughs> I, mean. I said, and what was your name? And he said, David. And then I ended the call 
And because of the experiences that I had yeah. had with this individual, I didn't trust him. So I put on my Nancy Drew hat. <laughs> I've never seen Nancy Drew. Wow. So anyway, I then looked up and I found an article. This guy is, is this story. Oh, the drama. So who did you speak to at the start? The it one was that... all the same guy. Really? Which just made this experience even more bizarre. He's just a shift blamer. Yeah. That's a yeah. psychopath. That it was, guy is crazy. It was crazy. I will say, though, that that experience reminded me a little bit of The Wizard of Oz. You know how the guy's behind the curtain pretending to be this great and powerful <laughs> and it turns out it's just this sad man. <laughs> sad man. <laughs> I got in contact with Record Store Day Australia to say, hi, I have this experience that happened. To date, I have not heard back. And I did say in the email, I understand that you may not deal with store-specific feedback, but just wanted to provide this mm. feedback to you because I don't know if this is a rule but my understanding was that it was basically first come first serve so that was my experience now am I the drama am I the Karen what they say when you gave that feedback I literally just said they have not responded to me to this day oh sorry <laughs> sorry were you even listening yeah <laughs> well so <laughs> judging you oh my god I was quiet throughout that story when I'm listening I do go quiet anyway so um, are you the drama am I the drama what I do don't think? think so I think that owner was a drama the owner is definitely the drama I probably would not have called back I feel like you're passionate therefore I understand where your drama came from okay but also they're the drama they're the villain Okay. But it's also not like you crossed any sort of line. Like, or yeah. any, it's not like you went overboard. But also, kind of shitty that they were like, there's two records out there. You, one's been sold. Just say there was one. That's and then, Or just say there were two, but they've both been sold. Yeah. And that gets you. You'd have been like, oh, I guess you just had to be quick. It He's felt not like, even a good fucking liar. No, it felt like you were sent on <laughs> a wild goose lie, chase. Lie well. And not yeah. consistent with his lies either. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, life goes on and i okay. as bewitched say. <laughs> as they would say. Uh-oh. So what have I been up to, you ask? No. We didn't ask her. <laughs> but tell us anyway. Nobody asked tell us anyway, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> have either of you watched Heartstopper on Netflix? <gasps> yes, I watched it all yesterday. I, I haven't, did. but it is on my list. Oh my God. Should I watch it? I think so. But I wanted to do a whole episode on shipping, right? And both of you looked at me like, what the hell? I didn't know um, what shipping was. But that is a perfect example of a ship. You told me show. that Kate would you... love this topic and she had no idea what it was. <laughs> and I stand by it, but she I didn't know. I'm unclear what shipping is. It's when you stand Okay, have you seen Titanic? So they're Fuck on the off. ship. Fuck <laughs> off. It's, isn't it? Because standing is when you're like hardcore fanning something. Yes. Isn't it just that for a fictional couple? Yes. Yeah, so okay. they say you shouldn't ship real people. They, oh, you don't ship. It's a whole culture, right? A shipping culture. It's like basically anyone that's interested in the romance genre in any sort of form. Oh, okay. Then but yes. Particularly popular for young adult. Oh. Which is what you genres. are. Okay, no. Okay. So what's some examples? Well, Heartstop is one of them. That's Would like it be the, like Twilight? Yeah, Twilight. The Vampire Diaries. But you're specifically, oh, is it specifically television? No, no, it can be, it's books, movies, television. So like Love, Simon was the first major studio network to do an LGBT, Ooh. I think, fact check. Sorry, when you're <laughs> saying that this show is a good example of shipping, but isn't it shipping more where the characters may not necessarily even be together and you ship them to be together? Is this a fan fiction thing? Well, I mean, there's definitely... But does the term come from fan fiction? I don't know the origins, but I would say that there's definitely an overlap in those mm. sorts of fan 
databases for sure but like it can also apply to like you know if you're watching bones a criminal tv show where it's like the detectives have like some romantic tension and it's built up over several seasons that's because i'm very aware you're talking about a show but i accidentally read a fan fiction of hermione granger and (laughs) draco malfoy and it was one of it was (laughs) When I tell you, it was one of the best things I've ever... I've read it twice. Like, I'll think about it constantly. I, I don't know if it was just written so well, but the story was so good. I now watch Harry Potter, and when I watch Harry Potter, I need to read this book because I'm like, this is the ending that I want. Because I don't you care. are a Hermione and Draco Malfoy shipper. I didn't know You're that. But, no, but when I read this book, it was advised that it was like Handmaid's Tale meets Harry Potter. So I was like, oh, okay, so it's like a dystopian kind of magic sense. No, 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 it is those two genres literally merged together. And it blew my mind. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever read. Wow. But is that kind of, that's this, what you're saying. And also, I didn't read this book, but it sounded like a big part of it was the whole build up with Draco and Hermione, right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's one of the greatest love stories I've ever ever read. It was so good. So that, yeah, that's definitely shipping. I love how Michelle's talking about Heartstopper and you're talking about... No, no, but it was more for me to understand the term shipping, to know that this is what it is. Yeah, Yeah, well, I mean, this is kind of on the topic. This is talking generally. I'm trying to drag Kate and you're just just not having any of it. I know. (laughs) Because this is a very serious topic. Okay, Um, I'm sorry. Another really popular one was, you know, after... After we fell, after we collided. I know them, but Happy I've Ever never after, watched them. After coming out September, I feel like that's a thing that I'm like, if I watch it, I'm gonna go deep into this. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think it is explicit enough for me that I'm gonna watch this and be like, oh no, it's not spicy enough. I oh, need that. Then spice. don't watch Heartstopper. Oh, Heartstopper. No, no, totally but that's wholesome. teen. You watch something like Heartstopper for the wholesomeness. I think that's a perfect way to describe this series. Wholesome. Yeah, because everyone's like, why do you want to watch like young teenagers like making out? But it's young out? teenagers like, falling in love yes. in a way that you never got to experience as... Yes. It is your fantasy of being in high school and like, this is the romance that yeah. I wish I could you're have had. vicariously re Yes, you're living vicariously the through The nostalgia them. of high school. But the thing with the series was, I felt like this does not happen in real life. This is not how it goes. But maybe it could. It could. But on the other hand, I thought, well, is this the point of it to go this way is in the, the series? Is it, is because, it a fantasy? Like, yeah. Is it a romance fantasy that you can kind of just, I wish that happened to me in high school. Yeah, because definitely watching it, I was like, this is not high school at all. Yeah. I don't know if high school's changed. I think it's high school I think high school is a fucking wild now. I reckon they are. I reckon it's a mix. There's mm. so much more now that wasn't around back then as well, like with yeah. the social media. It really wasn't a thing back when in our days at least. I just find that when I watch these teen dramas, I'm like, kids are not this smart and they're not this well, in Heartstopper I feel like the dialogue is more realistically awkward teenager. Mm. Yeah. But I'm also like, teenagers aren't this nice. Teenagers are assholes. Like, They're the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. Like, but I know she doesn't do it, but my cousin is 17 and she told me the price of cocaine. And I was like, fuck. Wow. <laughs> you know that. So I know that they're doing shit. But yeah, hot wow. supper, it's great. Wild. It's wholesome. <laughs> it's nice. But if you want spicy, you can watch after. Is after that spicy? Uh, the first movie is not. But I think the fans. <laughs> the first movie like... is not, but after, after. <laughs> yes. I think because the fans re- reading the books wanted, expected the sauciness. Because like the books are spicy. Yeah. Um... Like, I don't think they're on the, sc- on the spice scale. I don't know if they're hitting the fives, but they're definitely three, four. Yeah. So, let's say from the second film onwards, there's some more explicit scenes. But after is based off the 
a shipping a fan, fan fiction, fiction of yep. Harry Styles and a fan. Yeah, so it was a, oh. it, it was a shipping fan fiction. Yeah. Isn't that how Twilight started as well? No. Fifty I, Shades of Grey started as a Twilight okay. fan fiction. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. The fan fiction community is so huge. I didn't realise I was on TikTok and like looking into book talk. Yeah, there's entire websites and forums dedicated just to people shipping their favourite characters. Mm. But not all fan fiction is shipping, but there is a lot of it that yeah. is. I would imagine the majority of it would be. Well, I think a lot of to do with the fan fiction and the shipping culture has really pushed for the new age romance genre, which is that spicy content for women, for everyone, but predominantly it is women reading it. What did I think of the series, Michelle? Yeah, tell me. Tell so, me yeah, nobody I asked it. you that, Dan. I know. <laughs> I, look, I'm the kind of person... Are you contrarian? You go against the grain? Well, every, you liked I, it. All I saw on social media was Heartstopper, Heartstopper, Heartstopper. So I thought this isn't something that I was going to watch. Not so much, a, oh, this is popular. I can't watch this. But it just felt like it just needs to happen organically for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, with... Michelle kind of really, really pushing because she's a pusher. She, I, I did she's get, push. <laughs> I did get I'm curious, and I, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. And I did see it was only eight episodes. There were like what, 29 minutes each. I'm like, I can do this. So I watched it in one day, and in the end, I said to Michelle, "Wholesome was the did perfect way in- to describe Aww. it." Yeah, because I was just like. I didn't expect going into it that it was going to be the way that I, I, you know, at first I thought, oh, this doesn't happen in real life. But yeah. then I thought, well, maybe that was the whole point of this show and you're rooting for them. And we were rooting for you. We were all rooting, rooting for, for you. you. How dare, dare you? you. <laughs> Take responsibility. <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> yeah. So basically that. And there was a scene where, I mean, no spoilers, Kate, but there was a scene where they were in an arcade and I thought, I haven't been to an arcade in forever. That'll be fun, you know? Huh, I was literally in an arcade a week ago. Wow. Why? What, what do you mean, why? Because it was a Friday night. To play the arcade games? Yeah. You do that? Well, it was before a movie. Do you still have to get the tokens and stuff? <laughs> it's not tokens. You have, it's on a card. They, ah. they opened up a time zone at the centre where I go where the movies are. We were there like half an hour early. I haven't literally haven't been to one since high school. Prior to this and like the week before when we went... I hadn't been to one in maybe 15 years. Oh, okay. wow. like, well, that's why I was a little shook. I was like, I you know. went to an arcade and you looked at me like, of course. Well, cool. I know. <laughs> I, I was kind of, I'm not going to I was kind of hamming it up, but I was like, <laughs> you don't. Cool story. Anyway. Yeah, Michelle, that was a really good segment. <laughs> but you were saying arcade. It just made me want to go to an arcade. Oh. It's been such a great time. What again, a time to be Back alive. together, doing this again. Yes, it's been a few months. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> it has. It's nice to be back. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. It's very convincing. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got places to be. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, Michelle, um, yeah, don't you have to go and wash your hair? Um, that is a whole process. Yeah. Someone asked me to do something. I said, no, I'm washing my hair that night. I use it as like a joke excuse. No, but mine's legitimate. It takes me, like, I've got like uh, two shampoos two conditioners, a hair mask, and then I've got to dry it. It's a whole thing. Wow. We'll do a whole episode on this. Well, yeah, all of that. But how long does it take you to do each step? It doesn't take a long time to do it. Like the hair thing will take, I've got to put it on for 15 minutes, leave the shower, come back and wash it off. And then I'll put a hair hair mask mask on. for 15 minutes? That's what it says. I do it for five. I'm pretty sure that's what it says in mine, so maybe yours is. All right, I'm just getting word from the producer. Wrap this up. But anyway, (laughs) If I know I'm going to be washing my hair, I'm not going to go out because I'm like, it's going to have wet hair. Mm. Well, I have to go because I have my farewell drinks. Cute. I have to go because I'd like to leave and I'm hitting my limit. It's been fun. This has been The Good Chat. The Good Chat. The Good Chat. The Good Chat. Sure.